0: Hey, hey, Black Tribers, we are back, and I am so excited because I have the precious wee mother, oh. Lisa Marie, back with me, and I hope she's on every single one, and we are doing part two with Rachel Krause all the way in Bellingham, Washington. And the crowd
1: goes wild. Oh.
0: She killed it last time, and we love Rachel, and we're just, we're in each other's lives, So look, we just launched our brand new website, GaryAndLisaBlack.com, Evan Diaz, Caleb Pauls, Sue Pauls, big shout out to them. Go check it out. It's all brand new. Um, Make sure you're watching this on video on our Patreon site, and then you'll be able to listen to it on Apple and iTunes on Fridays, every Friday, uh, so that you can get this and share it and make sure you get Rachel's message out there. Okay. Wait. Yes.
1: Yeah, I just, I'm super excited because love powerful women who also happen to just be beautiful in every way. (laughs) And I just wanted to tell the world that uh, every time Gary and I get off the phone with Rachel, we look at each other and go, what? And it's kind of interesting because I think Rachel thinks we're mentoring her and she's learning things from us. And we just kind of listen to her. And after we get off the phone with her, we're like, Okay, can't wait to learn more things from Rachel. So (laughs) it's such a great example that, that, that age doesn't really have anything to do with maturity or depth or wisdom. When you choose to take the hard things in life and let them transform you, you can be a young, beautiful woman and still have smooth skin and walk in great wisdom and strength which I highly encourage because most women my age always say, geez, if I just had the body and the face I had in my 20s and 30s and the wisdom I had now, Rachel's an example of how you can have both. So, bravo, Rachel. This
0: is black. I love that. (laughs) All right. So, Rachel, last time you and I talked about, we talked about you did the world race. And 15, you did G42. That's where we got to know each other in Spain. And then you went through Christ Life training with Ted Hansen, and that was transformative for you. But you had to go out into real life, and you had to embody all of those lessons and all of those messages. And then you had to go live them. And, <laughs> and that initiated you and took you into a whole other space. And so that's really powerful. So, so today, I want you to kind of take us into what you've embodied, and how you're applying this and how this has turned into your life message and what that looks like.
2: Hey, Gary and Lisa and Black Tribe. We had some technical issues today. And so I am now recording the rest of my portion that I wanted to share today on the podcast um, in my own Zoom room. So that is what happened earlier. But um, right at the end of our time together last week, I was sharing about the hero's journey and how I started noticing that in my life. Um, So the general idea of the hero's story, or I'm sorry, hero's journey archetype is separation, initiation, and the return. And looking back, I've realized that I've been in a very, very long initiation period. I'm also noticing that initiation, the return, separation, all of these things are not a one-time event. They are cyclical, they are layered, and they are happening all the time. I believe we are continually being invited in our spirits to awaken to a deeper and deeper degree. And at every moment, we have the opportunity to accept that invitation, And show up in the initiation process or to reject it and to stay comfortable in our lives. And so when you're in the initiation period, that is when you are building your character. It is when you are receiving and beginning to integrate and embody the messages that your soul has to share with others, to bring them life and peace and strength And one of the life messages that I received when I was at G42 was one of my life verses. So Psalm 40, 1 through 3, is something that really stuck out to me, and I felt it begin to grow roots in my heart. So first, I'm going to read it from the Bible, and then I'm going to share what my heart's version of those verses are. Because I believe once a message has been embodied and integrated in you, your heart is able to tell you that story again in its own words. That's when it's authentic and it has legs to stand on and it's your own. So here's Psalm 41 through three. I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit Out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth, praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. My own heart's version that it spoke back to me is this I received the unknown and searched for my Lord in the darkness. He came close to me and heard my heart cry out to Him. He lifted me out of destruction and despair, out of the sticky embrace of self-pity and thorns of bitterness. He carried me out of turbulent waters that flooded my perception and set me on a solid foundation. He put the substance of love, healing, and truth into my mouth that others can hold on to. Many saw me instead of withdraw and sought to know the source of my hidden wisdom and strength. So that is the embodied version of Psalm 41 through three. That is something that I have my own words for it because it's a lesson that now lives in me. It has substance. And another thing that I was noticing, um, well, it was something that Something that I do is I walk in the woods and I feel most at peace, um, most fully myself, fully connected to the divine and my truth when I'm out in nature. That's just the most natural place for me. I feel totally alive and free and not as encumbered um, by all of the things and people and needs and to-do lists around me. Um, and a couple weeks ago, I was out in the woods, and the Lord started talking to me about the sower and the seed, and I got a new interpretation of it that I had never heard before, and he gave it to me within the lens of the hero's journey, and so I saw how the parable of the sower and the seed um, is not simply receiving the Word of God. It's not just um, you know, receiving the Word of truth, receiving God coming alive in your spirit. It's also a a hidden um, template or lesson that can be applied to the hero's journey, particularly the initiation phase because we are all faced with this. I believe initiation is, Brought to every person, we all receive an invitation to expand and awaken and become more real, become the substance of truth and love and healing. We all receive the invitation. Not everyone says yes. And so I'm going to read the parable of the sower quickly, and then I'm going to give you what he started revealing in my heart in that hidden message. So this is Matthew 13, one. On the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea and great multitudes were gathered together to him so that he got into a boat and sat and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to them in parables saying, behold, a sower went out to sow and as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places For they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And so what I started feeling and sensing in my spirit in that is that this can be applied a lesson in life. So all of us are going to be faced with initiation and it's not a one-time event. We're going to be faced with an initiation to a deeper truth, a deeper revelation, um, and a chance to continue integrating and embodying these messages that we receive in this life. And um, so the first one, the seed fell by the wayside and the birds came and devoured them. This is rejecting that invitation. That's getting the initiation, the invitation to expand and saying, nope, I'm happy as I am. So this is choosing to sleepwalk and continue on um, in your inherited narratives instead of diving in and embracing your soul's awakening So these are the people who don't truly see or hear. They are happy with, you know, the status quo, and they don't see any reason to do anything differently. Um, They don't want to know, so they don't. Uh, Two, the seed that fell in stony places. So these are the people when faced with initiation, they don't have strong roots, so they're scorched by the elements. They're they're overcome by their circumstances. Uh, These are the people who are intrigued by the idea of their soul awakening and they initially see value in the initiation, but they lack that inner fortitude and that will to continue. So, as they're tested by life, the call of comfort and safety is enticing and they retreat instead of stand. So, that is very, very common. How many people, um, when they are invited, to grow and to heal and to be transformed, they go, nope, this hurts too much. I'm going back. I want to go back. It's really, really common. It's really common Uh, because healing sounds good. Very few people want to pay for it. So the third option, the seed that fell among thorns uh, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. So the thorns are distractions, but I believe they're also the narratives that are so deeply embedded in our identity that they stop us from continuing our awakening journey. So a common thorn is victimhood mindset. Um, That's where life is happening to you instead of you actively wrestling with and showing up in life. Another thorn is the struggle mindset. I have been here. I've been in both. I have felt victimized and I have felt like I only exist in the struggle. I'm just here for hardship. Um, And that's very dangerous. It's it's where your identity becomes so entrenched in the struggle that you cannot progress beyond the fog of battle. And so you stop. You just stop and you keep reliving the same broken cycles and these default internal narratives over and over. Now the fourth option in the sower and the seed parable, uh, that's the seed that fell on good ground. And that is essentially the people who say yes to the initiation of spirit that comes to us, not once, but over and over and over again. So every time we are invited in to a new level a new level of healing, of truth, of identity, of love, whatever it is. These are the people who are willing to face and integrate their shadows to radically own and tackle their place in the world and the lessons that threaten to take them out. They dig in their heels and continue step by step by step. They master their journey and they commit to a lifetime of service to others, learning and healing. And because of this, they have many gifts to share with others and we all benefit from it together. So they're able to then activate and speak and spark um, this awakening in others because they have chosen the hard and narrow path of, yes, yes, I will receive my initiation. And yes, when it gets tough, There are going to be so many times where you want to give up and it never stops, right? Like there's never going to be a a point in your life where you have just overcome all of the hard things. Hard things come. It It is something that you can't control and you can't stop and you can't plan to avoid. But how you respond to these invitations is what really forges your path. And so when I look at my life, I see now how I have been able to say yes to the initiation. And it's not pretty. It's not perfect. It's not uh, showing up and just having it together all the time. It's the willingness to dig in and to not not give up. So when you are faced with your initiation, remember the parable of the sower and the seed, and choose to not be one of those who is choked off by these inherited narratives, the thorns, the distractions, um, the things in life that stop you from really, really moving forward. Don't Don't be one that continues the same cycle over and over again. Ask the hard questions and then own it. Own the answers. Um, and don't be the one that, that has no substance. When hard times come, we don't as kingdom people just give up. We don't give up. We don't retreat. And sometimes standing firm is just living through another day. There have absolutely been moments in my walk, many, many, and many in the last three years in particular, where I felt absolutely at the end of myself, I felt like I had nothing nothing left everything that i thought was real every truth that i thought i could stand on crumbled and i am faced with myself just myself and my concept of of god of love of life what am i here for what am i doing what's the point of any of this and it's simply choosing to show up and to be okay with not having all the answers And being open to your mind continually being changed. Just show up. And this became um, something that now has led me in the direction of, I believe, my soul's mission. I noticed that I have been in this long initiation period. And I have sort of embodied all of these different messages. And now I actually have the substance, the root of those things where I can now guide others and encourage and activate and spark others as they're moving on their soul's journey. And so I really feel part of the reason that I'm here is to guide and empower others as they are uncovering and walking their unique path. And it's sort of like a a mindset rewire heart healing And I recently launched my own business. So I'm doing a coaching business. And it's interesting because, you know, okay, now I have like paid clients for this, but this is something that I've just been doing naturally in any job that I'm in, in any, you know, life situation that I'm in. I now, after going through so many of my own situations and experiences and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And how much our mindset and our core beliefs affect and impact how we relate to and perceive life and um, people and relationships, everything, that I'm now able to share that. I'm embodying those things and I'm able to share them and spark them in other people. So my business is called The Mindset Rewire. Um, I just bought my domain recently. I haven't set up my website yet. I'm still working full-time as an operations manager at a software company. So I'm being extremely um, choosy about the clients that I take on. And essentially, if you're interested in this, um, let me know. I'll I'll send you an email. And I have a little form, just a a short form to get an idea of what it is that you are working through, uh, why you're wanting coaching. And then we have a 20-minute Zoom call. And if it is a yes on both sides, if it feels like a yes on your side and then a yes on my side, we'll move forward with coaching. And there is a general framework that has emerged as I am walking alongside heart healing and mindset rewiring with the people that I'm working with. So the general process is first, Uncovering and identifying. So I sit with them and guide them through how these narratives were formed. So the memories that come up, where self limiting beliefs and sabotaging behaviors originated. And then I create a safe space for people to engage with them. And I'm not one who is giving words to other people. I ask questions and I allow the other person to listen to truth in their heart and to articulate it themselves. You have to do the work yourself. I can guide you through it and I can give you insight and I can sort of lead and activate and encourage. And this will help shorten the timeline and you will have support through it. Um, but the work is still yours. All of us have to do that, but it saves so much time to have someone guide you. I have done this the hard way, and it's taken me years and years and years and lots of counseling and classes and books and programs and all of the wonderful things that helped me get to this place where I'm now more increasingly aware of things that you know, aren't a part of my truth and my identity that are holding me back. And it's continual work. It's never over. But it's really, really helpful once you decide that yeah, this is it. I I want to actually grow. I want to learn. I want to heal. I want to leave a different legacy than what I inherited. So the first process uncover and identify. Um, second, usually in the second session, we explore And increase awareness. So we talk about the triggers and the patterns where these default mindsets are being cyclically replayed um, and just increasing the person's awareness to them so that they can choose a different path. And then third, we affirm and rewire. So this is where we together develop our long-term strategy for heart healing and you know, establishing the path that you actually want to go down. So again, if you're interested, you can send me an email. Uh, My email is rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L dot Krause, K-R-A-U-S-E at gmail.com. I'll send you a link for a quick form. Um, We can have a consult via Zoom. And then if it's a yes on both sides, we will move forward with the session. So yeah, the Mindset Rewire It just, it feels like my soul's mission. It is, it is taking every experience and every gift that has been deposited in me and using it to serve others in a really impactful way that does not deplete me because I know how to do a a lot of different work and I can push myself. And that's, that's something that has, I'm still struggling with this, um, where I have overworked myself and push myself far beyond, you know, healthy boundaries. This is work that doesn't feel like work because it's just me showing up as me and being receptive and open and sharing insight that is naturally there and helping people connect to the word of truth in their heart and to um, help them realize that they have everything that they need inside of them. I'm not giving people answers. So it's really wonderful. Um, And it's been very, very exciting to see this take off and to actually be doing this as work. Um, This is a dream come true. And I'm really excited to see how the Lord continues to use it. So that is everything that I had for you guys today. Um, Sorry again about the technical issues. And I hope to uh, see you guys soon. Bye, Gary.